Hey everybody, this is Andrew Rivers. You may know me from my numerous appearances on CBS radio. In other words, Bob Rivers is my dad. So trust me when I tell you, I pretend to know a lot about radio. When I'm feeling down and out about life as a famous comedian, I like to listen to the Northwest Convergence Zone podcast and remind myself it could always be worse. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C to Portland, Oregon. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Northwest Convergence Zone. New sound there for us. We're going to try out some uh, songs in our intro, and we're going to try to find the one that fits and works, something that's Northwest, something that's uh, hip and up-to-date. So uh, we kind of put a rest to the Louie Louie, but uh, the search is out, and that right there is our buddies from The Legend of Bigfoot. But welcome that's to- That's pretty Northwest. That's very <laughs> Northwest, yeah. So welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone podcast. I'm Big D, as always, and of course, to my right is my main man, Big Joe. Hello, everybody. As always, greetings and salutations from the hallowed ground of the man cave here it's actually part of the republic of texas the lone star state (laughs) but also in the city of destiny tacoma washington and of course as always our uh our uh studio uh maestro and uh master of everything but knows little about anything double d yeah it's a pleasure to be here just had a great week it yeah. was a good week, right? It's a holiday yeah. weekend. Uh, I had a great week because I actually got face to face with a skunk, and actually it was nice because it qualifies as a great week because it world? was face to face, not face to. Yeah, on my back porch, I stepped outside and I was, yeah, face to face with a skunk. Well, it's better than the other end. Was yeah. it uh, so Pepe Le Pew? <laughs> Did you go here, kitty, kitty? Well, I was trying to pick up my cat when I realized that there was another thing that looked like a cat but wasn't so he didn't yeah. spray though no he didn't spray. I, I heard they could only spray once and that's it i don't know man Is i have true? no idea but as soon as i saw that i ran inside uh, I'm not I, I started crying i don't have my masters of skunkology <laughs> despite what people think <laughs> uh could have fooled me anyway uh football season is upon us and of course we had our first big full weekend of college football How'd them dogs do? Well, <laughs> not quite what I expected. No. Uh, you know, they need to open up against the sisters of the poor, like most everybody else does. But yeah, no, they why keep... are they scheduling these monster uh, games right out of the gate? I don't know, but uh, you know, they were there. They had a chance, and uh, um, they really they gave up twenty three points. The defense did all it could. There were some yeah, mistakes, Locker looked but good, though. yeah, and uh, hopefully uh, he gets rolling and he's still in the Heisman chase, and this doesn't put him out of it already. Now, are we done with the Mariners? Is completely out. I mean, it's like it's, I mean, I know they're out. But are, is it? Does anybody care? There's one reason to go to Safeco Field right now. It's to see the Rainiers in the playoffs. Yes, that's the only reason that was my to go to point. Safeco Field. Yeah, isn't that cool? The Rainiers are going to be playing their uh, playoff games at Safeco. Yeah, now that would be fun. That would be a good time because they've shut down Cheney Stadium. They're going to start the renovations, and uh, I don't think they. <laughs> I think there was a not very much faith in the organization that they were going to make the playoffs. That they would schedule the renovation during the playoffs, <laughs> right? So. But let me ask you this. Are they going to have Rainier beer prices or are they going to have Mariner oh, beer prices? that's a good point. Yeah. I don't know. We have to, we'll have to call up somebody and ask that. That's a very yeah, good point. Yeah, uh, maybe Curto would know. All right. Well, uh, uh, 
it was a pretty quiet weekend around the Northwest as far as music goes. I don't think we any of us went to any shows uh, going on. I know they were going on. I just it just didn't happen. Uh, I did go to a really cool place on Friday night though. Went out to Jabino's. Great place. And, Love that place. Yeah, Heather Ruiz, who we've had on here, and uh, Chris Anderson, who we've had on here. Neither of them were singing that <laughs> night. So, <laughs> so I drove all the way out there, yeah. and it was full. Like yeah. I was a dummy, and I didn't make yeah. reservations, so we had to sit outside. Fortunately, it was a very nice evening, and they did have the music piped outside. It was a good time. Saw John, you, the owner, and he said to say hi to everybody and cool. and uh, get your asses out to Jabino. You just did a little Sinatra yourself, did my way, and uh, I did it New all York, my York. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was entertaining the crowd outside, <laughs> <laughs> driving people away in flocks and droves. So, <laughs> but uh, Jabino is always a fun place. Always a cool uh, trip out there to uh, Eatonville and good food. And John and uh, those guys know how to lay it down. So Jabino is always a favorite of ours. Let's uh, take a moment to introduce, we have a new member of our podcast. Yes. And uh, he's been sitting in with us for about three weeks or so, three or four weeks and learning the ropes and... Um, Bringing me Advil. Bring, yeah. <laughs> he's the runner boy. He's been uh, supplying drugs. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to talk about what kind. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, no, it's an no. entry level position. <laughs> <laughs> pays really well because whatever we don't use you get to take home <laughs> and there's not much left over no not not usually but uh no we've uh we've started out where we were four and then we added squeeze which made us five and now we'd like to introduce to you patrick who's going to make it six patrick welcome to the show brother thanks how's it going it's going great and uh, i know you are a an avid podcast listener yeah. and a uh, a techie and all, all those wonderful things that we need on here <laughs> and we're looking forward to having you uh be with us add to the show and so forth and tell us a little bit about yourself you're a northwest guy i know you're from right here in tacoma yep. and what uh What's your story? I'm just a few blocks away from you guys, and Double D here told me that. And I was like, whoa, I need to come check you guys out. Um, Scared you, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I uh, I just listened to podcasts all night long while I work, and so got interested and heard about what Double D was doing. So he invited me down. Either that or I invited myself. I don't know which way it was, but, <laughs> but I'm here now. And People just show up here, man. Yeah. It's like, and then they just stick around. Well, you, you haven't mooned me out yet, so... No, that's not going to happen, but... Uh uh, so you're going to be helping us. So you're going to be helping Wonder Boy. Um, one thing I'm really looking forward to is he's going to be putting in drops. That's uh, going to be very nice. Very nice. So we're going to have sound effects and drops and stuff, and that's part of our new look for the fall. Uh, we're going to have a new. We have a new opening. We're going to have. Uh, we're going to update our website. We're going to have uh, some new additions to our program. It's all new. Some old, some new, some borrowed, and some of the same old crap. Okay. Just that's just wrong. That is the wrong example. But we have to, there's something that you have to have when you're on our program, and that is a nickname. So, I got, I got I one that sticks now. I've always been trying to give myself nicknames. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is finally one you guys are sticking. This with is me. one that we are giving to our man Patrick, and that will be the last time I ever say his name on here. You will okay. never hear it again. From now on, <laughs> our man over here, our new guy on the show, will be forever known as the Saint. Yes. Represent- if you call me anything else, I'll, I'll correct you. <laughs> <laughs> representing one of our favorite what, days what of the year. in the world does that have to do with the saint 
Well, it's the it's an example that it's we need he's on some the throne. We need somebody that can actually do a drop. <laughs> yeah, because exactly. Wonder Boy cannot do it. No, I was gonna like, say, what's he doing? He's doing my job over there. Yeah, well, you need to get over there <laughs> and uh, help him out. But uh, Saint, welcome to the program. Thanks. And so all of you, you guys out will be there, seeing him out in shows. Yeah, he'll be out with us. So everybody, come up to the Saint and shake his hand and welcome him to uh, the podcast land, our little corner of the podcast world that we call the Northwest Convergence Zone. So um, yeah, so there's that news on our show, and like I said, we've been updating some stuff, and we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have some new features coming up uh, I can't tell you who it is but we're gonna have we start having sports reports once a year and that's gonna be a lot of fun it's somebody that every, once a year once a month Ah, that's, once the, a year. that's double D schedule. That's the, the reason why I was going to do it once to a bring year. some more drugs in here yeah. so I can get going. Double no, the D problem, wants them once a year. The problem <laughs> yeah, is he, he's already brought too many good stuff. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so yeah, once a month we're going to be having a sports report by somebody who's uh, who's well known around these parts, and we're looking forward to that. He's we're, connected. He's connected. We're also working uh, with a, uh, a Hollywood uh, guy down there who's going to come in once a month and tell us what's going on down in the world of Hollywood or Hollyweird, however you want to say it. So we have things in the works, and so we're going to have some features that we've never had before. And, of course, lots of stellar guests, including the guy we have on today. I mean, this was uh, this was a lot of fun, and you guys are all going to be uh, wowed by some of his stories because this guy's lived the life. You know, I mean, when you grow up in the shadow of somebody who's famous, especially very famous around here and all the people, can you imagine all the people that have wandered through Bob Rivers house, you know, that he's, you know, talked to and seen and all the shows, the free tickets he gets to go to and everything. That's a pretty sweet, pretty sweet deal. But our man, Andrew Rivers, Bob Rivers son stopped in today and we had a little conversation with him because on uh, Friday the 10th coming up this Friday at Jazz Bones right here in Tacoma. He's going to be part of a comedy benefit show. And then there's also a great band that we've had on here before, High Noon Horizon, that will be performing at that. Here's Andrew. All right, everybody. Our first guest today on the big program is a local comedian who's done very well for himself, Andrew Rivers. And if the name kind of sounds familiar, especially that last name, that's because he has a very famous dad, especially in these parts. Uh, big time, famous Doc Rivers, <laughs> old is, man. Yeah, <laughs> old man. No. right. Is yeah, that, the Celtics yeah. guy. Exactly. Yeah. Doc Rivers yeah. wasn't Doc Rivers. It's tough. It's tough growing up with that legacy. <laughs> you would you would never know either because no. it's kind of like a you know like a we don't look very much alike. No, tell you that much. <laughs> sort of reverse different strokes <laughs> yeah. going yeah. on. Yeah. What you talking about, Andrew? Yeah. Right. Devito and Schwarzenegger and <laughs> twins. Yeah. No, no, of course. His dad is Bob Rivers, who is the morning guy on KZOK and also responsible for all the twisted Christmas tunes that you've ever, ever heard. Uh, but Andrew is out on his own uh, these days and doing quite well in comedy, like we said. Andrew, welcome to the program. Well, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. And there's a reason we have Andrew on, uh, really? basically because he's funny and he's a great guy, but he's also doing a really cool event. Uh, along with another buddy of our show, Adam Norwest. And on Friday the 10th, right here in the South Sound at Jazz Bones from 8 to 11.30, they have a benefit show for Anthony Ballinger, who has Crohn's disease. And Anthony is a friend of all of these guys. And as we know, that's a, that's a debilitating, uh, very painful disease. And 
with the healthcare costs and everything today's uh, they have several gigs lined up and one of them is right here in Tacoma and so Andrew's come in we're going to talk about that and uh, how we got hooked up with Adam on this and so forth but first of all let's talk about you Andrew just tell us a little bit about yourself where you uh, you know where you were born and then uh, obviously coming in the northwest what it was like being a northwest boy well, I, uh, what about me? I, uh, <laughs> it is t- I have long walks on the beach. Alki. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh, well. What part of town did you, did you grow up in? I, I mostly, like, I went to school in, like, Snoqualmie. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was kind of east side, uh, and, uh. One of those rich, spoiled kids. Yeah, actually. But it, we weren't even, you know, like, my dad's done pretty well for himself, but we weren't even, like, at the top of because the, there was all the Microsoft people out there. Right, so, right. You guys uh, were, like, sort of. We lower, were we were almost like lower class. yeah we were almost like middle class <laughs> which is really weird to say like we but the thing is with like North Bend there was there was almost no middle class out there like right. there was not a lot of middle it was very there were some people that were really poor and then there was a lot of kids who drove beamers to school you like know what the I mean super rich guy. but like even that my dad always did a good job of uh, keeping me you know grounded like I drove a Saturn to high school nice so, yeah. Nice. That that didn't help me get laid at all. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering how it was out for the laymobile. Yeah, That's exactly. Right. Well, you could have said, "Hey, baby, you want to see my rings?" Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> let me see yours. Yeah. <laughs> so you grew up in the East Side, and of course, your uh, you know your dad is uh, you know quite popular, especially around. Uh, yeah. This area, I mean, he's it big. Was, it's it was it was a thing growing up that I learned to deal with pretty young. Did I you guess. did you know that though? Because you know, like when you you grow up and your dad just does what your dad does, right? And that's just still the same. Like people come up to me all the time, and it's like I don't, you know what I mean? People like, I, and sometimes like after shows, people recognize me. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna listen to your dad all the time for for 10 years and he talks about you all the time and I feel like part of the family and I'm like <laughs> Uncle Joe I am, uh, That's right. so, so can I get some gas money like how does that work out I don't am I in your will right. that's I, what I want to know my birthday's in April uh, <laughs> expect some money you know and, what I mean like and even like it was like middle school I remember there was one teacher like Every day in the hallway, he'd be like, I heard your dad this morning. And I'll be like, okay. I did too. He told yeah. me to get up. A lot of people, a lot of people listen to my dad, I guess. What makes you special? You know what I mean? It was like. It's a $4 radio. It's right. Cheap. It's you not that difficult. Congratulations. But uh, around the house uh, growing up, did you have brothers, sisters? I have an older brother. He's uh, two years older than me. And uh, he, we get along great now. Uh, once we both kind of matured, but we used to wrestle around, you know, you know, rambunctious yeah, boys. We're just competing for everything. And, and what's mom like? How's mom in the household? Uh, dad's leaving early, real early every day. He's you know involved in radio, and you got the rambunctious boys around. Yeah, mom, pretty she, much uh, the, the anchor. She there? had her handfuls. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, she uh, she could get. Uh, uh, heated, uh, <laughs> which I think every mom knows how to keep their kids in line, right? Absolutely. Um, it was no more. It wasn't like you know. Wait till your dad gets home. No, she just no, she'll it take care right of it right there. You know. Yeah, uh, kudos to those moms. I I remember like if I didn't get up, I remember I would sleep in as late as possible, and you know you had the couple <laughs> warning, hey, time to get up, and right, then right. there was you could tell by how the footsteps sounded coming towards my room, like <laughs> okay, it's time to really get up now, and. Uh, 
but yeah, but you know, great, really great parents if they're listening. I uh, love them. Sure, they are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they will be when I put, when I send yes, the link when to you your send dad. Send the link on his Facebook. <laughs> so okay, well, and you grew up in all of this, and you go to school, and then uh, you know the natural incl- inclination for a lot of kids is to kind of, uh, especially with all the connections going on, your dad has to go into what he does. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations of that, or were you like, I'm funny? I'm going into comedy. You know, it was almost on accident that I discovered comedy. I I went to school and I it was like my senior year in high school. Like my my whole high school years, like I kind of I had a like I was very I was kind of late bloomer. So like I was you know, and now like kids are hitting puberty at twelve, so it's like crazy. <laughs> so like even though like I was on a normal pace like sixteen and and just hitting my growth spurt, like most kids were already you know, dunking on the basketballs, you know what I mean? So, like, I got, uh, and but I've always had that, that wit, you know, like, because my dad is, you know, a smart ass, so yeah. I'm a smart <laughs> ass, and that was just family dinner, you know what I mean? Like, this, that people, like, I've been doing comedy for years, I just never knew there was, like, an audience, you know what I mean? So Outside like family, of the family yeah, dinner. Yeah, so, like, family dinner, that's just what we did. We just, you know, made fun of each other. And so, <laughs> like, it got me in trouble because not everyone knew I was joking around, you know? Not everyone had the same sense of humor in high school. And, like, you know, I got I got uh, one particular incident, uh, which is a funny thing. Uh, it was, like, it was 2001, and it was, like, October or something. Rocktober, and uh, they had, they had like Spirit Week or something. Oh, and sure. You got to dress up, and you know whatever, whatever. One of the one of the days for dressing up was Tourist Day, and it was like, you know, visiting Vegas Day. So I decided to say, oh, it's gonna be Terrorist Day, <laughs> and I dressed up as Osama bin Laden. And, you could go to Vegas, right? Right, and you know, I was uh, I was just a Middle Eastern tourist, <laughs> but nobody else really found that funny. So uh, I almost got suspended, and you know, my mom helped me make the costume, which is the funny. You weren't like, like toting a machine gun. No, no. I wasn't doing anything. Uh, just you know, being goofy. It's like I misread the I memo. Just, I think they frown upon toting to- to- yeah. machine guns in high yeah. school. I would think so. Yeah, I hope. Uh, <laughs> I would have just claimed I misread the memo. Right. And so, uh, and like some of my teachers had fun with it. Like you know, I stood up to be counted because it was like you know, and, and he's like, no, 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 it's tourist day, not terrorist day. Sit down. <laughs> you know what I mean? How long have you been doing stand up? And what I wanted to ask you: How about some of the high points of the places that you've been to do stand up? Okay. Uh, have you ever heard of Winnemucca, Nevada? <laughs> <laughs> Run amuck. Uh, yes. Uh, Where is Winnemucca? Uh, well, I couldn't tell you really. It's it's for uh, it's it's a terrible. It's just crappy, and they're like known they're known for their prostitutes. So it's like oh I well. I don't <laughs> Do you get paid in labor? No, no. But so what happened? Like I went to school for uh, video production. And I graduated, and I got a job at a company, and I was working my way up. And, you know, then the economy went to crap, and I got laid off. And right before I got laid off, my brother got married. And, uh, you know, as the best man and his brother, it was my duty to just roast him. <laughs> and, well, uh, that would be toast. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> See, I get the words messed up. Terrorists, little tourists, dyslexia going yeah, on in the Rivers toast. family. <laughs> so I, you know, I just went up and, and did a couple minutes in front of the tent, and everybody thought it was, everyone came up to me, you should do comedy. And I was like, ah, you know, whatever. <laughs> but then, like, I got laid off, and I was like, oh, I don't know. 
like I don't know I don't have any skills you know what I mean like I can't so I uh like my dad was kind of like pushing me he's like just do something you know what I mean you can't just sit around and complain about your life all day and I was like I so I figured you know I could try and complain about my life on stage and get paid for it sure and uh I started comedy probably it was February uh like a year and a half ago I guess and uh I guess that would be 2009 what 2008 i don't know something sometime. something you, so you can pu- do the math a couple yeah, years. It was probably well, half a year into 2008 yeah so yeah so and did you start doing uh did you go to like you i know, went traditional to, comics where you yeah. go to the open mics yeah that's, stand in line do your two yeah so i went to open mics at uh giggles comedy club which is in the u district but it's closed right now um and uh hand signals back <laughs> ignore that guy okay. over there no so I, I went there and uh, I uh, basically the rule is like you have to bring friends to get on as a new comic so uh, I was lucky enough that I was dating a girl who was really supportive and she would come to every open mic when I first started and I would get on every week and and, and I just kind of I, I had this vision and this this perception that was wrong <laughs> that I thought I was already funnier than everybody else. Cause I was like, Oh, this is easy. And, but I was like, Oh, I just need to get comfortable on stage. Cause I was very nervous. Like my first time I was just like shaking. I was forgetting everything. And I just I was, like looking at my sheet and like, ah, and like people were laughing, but they were laughing at, at the you. wrong spots. Right. right? So <laughs> it's like, I had no idea. But I thought, oh, I, you know, I did great. I, I killed. Just, yeah. So, like, I just kept going back. And, I, like, looking back, it's like, why did I keep going? I was nowhere near. But I think that's the same with anything. Like, any anything you do, you're like, wow, well, I sucked back then, you know? So, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, I kept going. And uh, eventually, I didn't have to bring my girlfriend anymore. And I <laughs> um, started getting, you know. So your first paying and, gig, were you were you were you more nervous at your first couple of you know open mic gigs, or when you were actually the first time somebody said we're going to pay you to go up on stage? Yeah, I probably the first time doing comedy because I at, at this point I had already had the I'm better than everybody else, and I just you know. I, the first, I I, I, I kind of stumbled, I got really lucky, like, I stumbled onto, like, friends, and, like, this one friend of, of my friends, uh, she was trying to be, like, a comedy manager, and so, like, I was getting, like, little paying gigs, they weren't paying that great, but they're, you know, a couple bucks here and there, sure. way before I should have been, but that's the things, like, that pushed me, because I was doing uh, more than I was ready for, but I was so... Yeah, I just ate it up. Like I, I was like, oh, and and I always learned. I was always trying to get better because I thought like I I'm really I could do this. This is easy, and it's just a matter of working hard. And so, but the first time on stage, it was oh, nerve wracking. The video's online somewhere. <laughs> well, we'll have to dig it up. And yeah. I I have not had the privilege uh, to see you live yet, but we all have an opportunity this coming Friday night, the tenth. Uh, 8 o'clock at Jazz Bones right here in Tacoma, also on the bill or some other comedians, and the band High Noon Horizon, which we've had in here. So that's going to be a good time. It is a benefit for uh, Anthony Ballinger, who has Crohn's, d- Crohn's disease. Now, is Norwest, is, is Adam going to be at this particular show? Uh, no, I don't think he is going to be. He's... Uh, he weaseled out of that one, no, didn't he? No, he's, he's, he would be there. He's... Uh, 
he's been doing comedy a couple more years than I have, so he's actually uh, wanted other places. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he gets out and tours a lot. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I, and I've been doing okay, like, uh, not to put myself down. I just got back from Denver. Yeah, we'll talk that. about that in just a second. Yeah. Andrew, in the couple of years almost that you've been doing it, any mentors or other comics that you want to mention that have helped you out, giving you advice? Yeah, you know, uh, there's a lot to name. I Adam's been a huge help to me. Uh, uh, you'll have Susan Jones in, I think, next week. She's been a huge help to me. Uh, there's a lot. Part of my, uh, like, accidental genius was I started a book and I had every headliner like because I got to uh, because my dad could get tickets to different things I could go to comedy shows for free and I'd, I'd get a chance to meet some of the comics like I met Gilbert Godfrey nice and uh, you know and so like I, for a while I just started this book like hey if you have any advice give me just write it, write it in this book and I met Gilbert Godfrey and he wrote give up <laughs> and uh, <laughs> You know, there's there's Some sage advice. Yeah. So the, and but then there's there's lots of different things. Like one guy wrote, uh, "Don't sleep with the waitresses at the comedy clubs," because then you you know if it goes bad, they tell the management, and you're then out. You're never there again. <laughs> um, and yeah, so that's there's, good the, advice, yeah, though. The, and it is, and it you know, and it's tough. I I eventually got a show at Hooters. And uh, I had a weekly show, and that was a tough rule to to, to, to yeah, not break right. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see your point on so, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, to hell with it! Right, yeah, there's other like, hooters. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, whatever. If I get kicked out of here. There's a whole there's a hotel in Vegas loaded yeah, with luck, them. Luckily, the they you know the the management wasn't too strict about it, so I I kind of got away with it for a while. So now you, uh, I know you do a bit of traveling, and one of the places that you have been was Denver, which you literally just. Flew in yes. uh, from Denver and drove down here, which we uh, really appreciate. Tell us about what it's like to get outside of our area and uh, see different folks and uh, different vibes in different cities. It's it's amazing, honestly. It's because I, I didn't. I mean, we grew up. You know, we had plenty of you know vacations, but like we went to like Hawaii or we went to like nice places. You know, as a comic, you're driving through like Montana. <laughs> And you're going to Winnemucca, Nevada, and you're, you know, what I mean? like Cheyenne, Wyoming. Like, there's some of these places. Like, I don't not know why. Not vacation spots. No, not at all. Like, you. <laughs> we went to, uh, and like, oh, I'll tell you some funny story. We were in Cheyenne, and and I learned a rule, and it's a pretty, it's a pretty solid rule. If the hotel is named after the city it's in, like if it's a small town. Then it's gonna be the worst hotel. Like if think if there's like a SeaTac Inn, <laughs> like the Olympia Inn, it's all bad. We stayed at the Cheyenne Motel, and I don't know what it, I don't know how to describe. It was the worst. Uh, have you ever had a hotel that smells better after you take a crap in it? Because <laughs> that was it was so like you know. And the sign said like free HBO, so we were all excited, and then you know. It was like heroin by the ounce. It was, you know. <laughs> in Wyoming, things are different. You don't know what's going on. Um, Montana is fun. Like uh, we're driving through Montana, we saw two single wide trailers duct taped together to make a double wide. <laughs> we're like, really? <laughs> they chainsaw yeah. out the middle. And- yeah. So <laughs> the funniest thing we saw though uh, had to be we're driving through Montana. Me and Susan, and she'll tell you about this too. We were driving, and we saw a sign that said Hooters of Montana. 
And at the time, you know, I was, I was with a Hooters waitress and I had my show at Hooters. So I was like, oh, I kind of want to stop in at Hooters. Because, like, I didn't know you'd get the sheep in those little outfits, first of all. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's right. out in Montana. Like, that's crazy. So A lot of fur. Right. So, uh, you know, we stopped in and, 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 you know, I'm just kidding. They were beautiful girls, actually. Like, I was kind of surprised. Cause, they like, flew them in from Canada? I don't know where they got it. <laughs> like, from, from, I think I had low expectations. But, right. Like, yeah. we went at the tooth to tit ratio was at least two to one. <laughs> and, uh, that's good. It's just pretty good. But they had a funny thing going on. And it was trivia night at Hooters. And I think they had a special name for it. They called it, Are You Smarter Than a Hooters Girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, they we must give so. away a lot of money. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's. You're like, I'm dating one, right? <laughs> I was like, tell me about it. I should pass this test. Like, what? What? what like, what kind of questions are on that test? Like, uh, how many states are there in Montana? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Where is Montana? Right. <laughs> like, is it multiple choice? What is help the name of the town you're standing in? <laughs> like, you can answer A, B, C, or double D, and those are your options. <laughs> exactly. And I'll take the last one. <laughs> yes. For four dollars. Yes. <laughs> so it's fun to just. Well, what was it like in Denver? That's a big. That's a big city. It's yeah. A metropolitan kind of a Seattle light, as yeah. they say. Yeah. Yeah, and it's a really. Uh, it's it's a pretty uh, surprisingly liberal town but uh it's still like everywhere is different like uh, in denver and i i saw this the other day i didn't i'd never seen this store we we're just you know walking around the mall trying to kill some time there's a store uh and the name of the store was called great head <laughs> <laughs> i was like i can I'm use in. some of that right yeah <laughs> they have a, so, like any discounts going i don't on? know like I, I just walked in and uh the sign said walk-ins welcome so <laughs> Okay. Well, I'm not going to go through the whole embarrassing story, but it turns out it's a barbershop. Right? Oh, yeah. dang. I, like, she pulled out scissors. I was like, wait a second. Whoa. This is not, not what I signed up for. Yeah, a little deceptive. Uh, That's false advertisement. Right. And I'm, like, I'm trying to leave and running out of there, but I trip because my pants are down. You know what I mean? People are running in like, what's going on? I'm like, get out. It's not what it looks like. It's terrible. Evacuate. Yes, get out of here. Uh, Andrew, I, I wanted to ask you in the last uh, couple of years you've been doing this, Comics always got to deal with the hecklers, right? Some yeah. guy starts to get on you, and you've got you your problem. You probably got your standard stuff that you use. And after a while, say it's not working. Have you ever got to the point with a heckler that it was that you thought, I'm ready to take this guy out. I'm going to lose it. And uh, conversely, <laughs> have you ever had something go on, going on with a heck, uh, uh, someone in the audience yeah. where they don't like you, and you're thinking, i got to go out the back door because yeah. I think this guy's going to kill me. I'll tell you a couple of stories. I was in, uh, uh, where is it? It's in Oregon, Warm Springs, Oregon. And they have like a little casino resort and they have little shows once in a while. And so I got booked to do that show. And it's my first time out there. And it's not, some of these places, like it's easy in a comedy club. You know what I mean? Like as a comic, when you go to a comedy, everyone's there for comedy. They have a bright stage. They have a great sound system. You know what I mean? It's for comedy. But sometimes you show up in these casinos and it's like a, a dark stage, a crappy system, and like they don't even know a comedy. Sh- they're they're there watching Sports Center and you turn it off because the show is started, <laughs> and then they're pissed off. You know what I mean? So you better be funny. <laughs> and so I didn't know. Like I got up, I was really nervous. I I started like you know messing up my lines, and then I just started like I, like there was like a huge space in between the stage and the audience. So I figured I'd walk up, but then. 
I'm out of the light, and so it started going really bad. And I, <laughs> like you, you will lose so much pound, like in sweat, just if a show is going bad. Like a half hour just turns time into a long still, time, yeah. right? And so this woman starts yelling at me, and and like I can, they're starting to like talk amongst themselves, and like people are just really drunk, and I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on the people that are trying to pay attention, and this woman just starts. Oh, and she's like yelling. At me. She's like, you know what? If you don't get off stage, I'm gonna come up there and take the mic out of your hands and unplug it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> like I don't know. Like I don't have any lines for that. I don't. You know what I mean? Like for like standard. Like and there's the old. I don't come down to the docks and knock the dicks out of your mouth. You know what I mean? Like there's those lines. But like you try and come up with your own. Like like I have lines for like cell phones and and things. But like you don't. I'd never want to force them because right. that's, you know, I just want them to happen. Because the the whole idea of comedy is that, you know, people know that you've got it prepared, but they want it to feel like they're the only, like this is a special show for them and they don't know. Like you're just thinking of this stuff on the spot. So right. like, you know, if, if you just Get keep, some kind of connection. Yeah, going. so you just kind of, you kind of let the show go where it goes and try and be conversational and personal and tell people about you. and And then if something happens, then, you know, then the rest of the audience, if you know, because if it's like a natural disturbance, like some guy is just really drunk, like last night in, in Denver, uh, a guy in the front row had his cell phone go off, and it's like, you know, if it's if it's like ignorable, then you just kind of keep going. But if it's loud enough, like if I'm if I'm in the middle of like a pause, you know what I mean? Bring. If I'm, yeah, and then everyone hears it, or if like. If I'm in the middle of telling something, I'll just keep going. But it was so it was so obvious, and I just had to stop and address it. And so I looked at the guy, and I was like, you know, I was like, uh, and he's like, got this horribly embarrassed <laughs> look. He's like, oh my god, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, so uh, I was like, what, is that your girlfriend calling? And he's like, oh, and I was like, well, <laughs> shit, can I talk to her? She hasn't, she hasn't picked up my calls lately. I'd love to, <laughs> you know what I mean? And just little things, you just mess with people, and, and it's a lot of fun. So. Or if it's the musical ringtone. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> what kind like, of pussy tone is yeah. that? But sometimes, like, you take it too far, and people, like, there's a book out there, it's called I Killed, and it's just horror stories of people dealing with, like, like, I, I did a show, uh, and a guy just wouldn't shut up. Like, I kept, I did so many insults back and the crowd was just loving it but he he's like kept going because he's like oh everyone's laughing yeah, i'm, I'm helping show, yeah. yeah i'm helping now it's like no you're not helping <laughs> <laughs> and it's like fine i'm like you don't get out much do you like just <laughs> just leave and attention whore. yeah so you know <laughs> all right well our guest today is andrew rivers and you can see him along with some other comics uh this friday the 10th at Jazz Bones right here in Seattle, along with the great band High Noon Horizon. That's 8 to 11.30. And it's a benefit show for Anthony Ballinger, who has Crohn's disease. Andrew, it's been great to have you in. We really appreciate it and hope you'll come back sometime. It's been a lot of fun. Time's gone way too fast, but we got to get out of here. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks a lot. Uh, and if people want to find out any more information, my website is andrewjrivers.com. Plug. Yeah. And we'll have a link to that off of our site. Okay. So everybody click your picture or the name, right. and you're off you go yeah. to the Andrew Rivers website. I'm going to have to check that out so I can get the name right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nah, it's all good. All right. Thank you, buddy, and we'll catch up with you, and we will see you on Friday night. Hey, thanks a lot, man. All right. Want to thank Andrew for coming in, and uh, hopefully we can get him back in here with his dad. Yeah, that would be very cool. 
Uh, you were a big Bob Rivers fan, weren't you, Joe? Yeah, yeah. I enjoy uh, Bob Rivers and all the guys uh, that are on the show with him in the Did, morning. Have you ever, I know, like every every Christmas, I believe, they do... Um, a Twisted... The Twisted Christ- Christmas. You ever yeah. been to one? Uh, no, they, but they've been doing the show every year. I think it's usually down at Paramount or the yeah, Moor or something deal. like that. Yeah, uh, I have seen Spike and the Impalers, but I've never gone to that show, and it's, I've always heard it's a great time. And he's got tons of just other twisted tunes, parody yep, tunes yep, that are yep. just classic. And so Andrew Rivers is uh, gone, branched out on his own, and he's a very, very funny comedian, and we wish him the best in everything that he does and hopes that he's a regular contributor to our show. So thank you, Andrew, for coming in. All right, I think it's time for a Hell's Kitchen update. And now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at Hell's Kitchen. And here's Flash. Welcome to the Hell's Kitchen Update on Northwest Convergence Zone. My name is Flash, and I'll be your guide to this week's action at Tacoma's premier live music venue. This week, like every week, starts off with Tightwad Tuesday. $2 well drinks, $2 for any beer, and $2 for two huge tacos. We open at 4 on Tuesday, so come on down after work and join us for Tacoma's favorite Taco Tuesday, hands down. Wednesday, As You Are Entertainment presents Fine Slew, Endless Distress, Break the Cycle from California, and Guilty by Association from Las Vegas. It's only a $3 cover, and there are $6 pictures of Hap Blue Ribbon all night. Let's show the out-of-town bands a good time and make sure that Tacoma is their favorite stop on tour. Thursday, we host a benefit show for the Spittin' Cobras and their band Troubles. Their tour was cut short again by the horrible luck of bands that seem to follow this band. Helping them out will be local favorites Witchburn, Plaster, and All Bets on Death. There's a $5 cover for the cost. Friday night is another Recession Buster free show at Hell's Kitchen. This one is a grand opening party for the all-new Ink Spot Tattoo and Body Piercing Parlor. Local bands Church of Hate, Broken Oars, Infernal Legion, Sockin' the Faggots, and Enemy Action are here to party down and sell of the new shop. There will be a raffle for you to win tattoos and or piercings from the shop. Saturday, Hell's Kitchen proudly presents the Tacoma Return of British Steel. This amazing Judas Priest tribute band used to play the Tacoma Central back in the day, and now they are back to unleash their spot-on renditions of your favorite priest tune. Brian, the singer, belts out the old priest tunes better than Rob Halbert himself has in quite some time. Opening the show are Faces Hail and the Midnight Idols. This amazing show has a low, low price of only $5, so how could you miss out on this great night? Sunday marks the return of one of the region's longest-running bands celebrating the 30th anniversary this year. Welcome back, No Means No. This is no reunion tour. They have never stopped touring, and like a fine wine, seem to get better with age. Local favorites, Newperboy and Cody Foster's Army open the show. Advanced tickets are $8, and it's $10 at the door. Hell's Kitchen is a 21-plus venue and is located at 928 Pacific Avenue in downtown Tacoma. Our web address is www.hellskitchenonline.com, where you can find a link to the upcoming show calendar, booking info, and links to other HK info. See you in hell. Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma, serving up rock since 2002. All right. I think I might head down there for that tattoo thing, man. Uh, win a tattoo? Yeah, that would That's be nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah, maybe, a- we can get, maybe we get Wonder Boy and the Saint. Yes. Get a tattoo. Well, Wonder Boy can't go in, but Saint can go in. Yeah, but they that's could probably right. do it out on the sidewalk. Well, that's true. But is it like, do you win just like a line or something? Well, make sure you get the whole ta- uh, the whole tattoo because uh, if you're doing mother and the guy just gets to M O T H, it'll yeah, be moth. It's like, it's like that's all I'm doing. The rest is a hundred bucks. That's right. It <laughs> says moth. I want mother. <laughs> then you can be the moth, the superhero. At least you can go that route. So, all right. Well, uh, this concludes uh, part one of our 
podcast. This is a new thing we're doing. We're going to break it up into two parts. We know we've ran really long on some of our podcasts, and uh, we're going to try to shore that up. And so part of that, something we're working on, uh, is how to how to deal with that. So we're going to have a part one and a part two. So this concludes part one of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Stick around and uh, make sure you click on and listen to part two when you get a chance because we have a great interview with author Sean Rohrbach, and Joe's going to bring us where they now and we've got some other stuff going on too so we will see you in part two